Good evening and good afternoon. I hope you guys have been having a wonderful week. I know I have. And welcome to the last episode of the season. I can't believe the season has come to an end. I can't wait to go on vacation and relax. I mean, any day away from law school at this point is a vacation. So I can't wait to just chillax and hang out with the family, my dogs, and everybody from back home. But anyway, we're going to go ahead and jump right in and talk about this week's episode, which is going to be about the Game Awards. But first, I want to talk about GTA 6. The trailer released a few days ago, and it was really amazing. I mean, I couldn't believe that we're going back to Vice City. And wow, has Vice City actually changed? It kind of reminded me of seeing Panama City and some of the panhandle before back in 2003 to now to 2023. I mean, in the game, there's like a 15, 16 year difference. And you know what? A lot has changed since the early 2000s. And considering it's Florida, oh my god, did they bring Florida in all its greatness. I know they technically can't call it Florida, but we all know it's Florida. Not to mention they played a song during the trailer by Tom Petty that got about 3,000% viewership on Spotify afterwards. I can't really say the song, but it is amazing. Just Spotify or Shazam it and you will be able to listen to the greatness. But like I said, I'm super happy to go back to Vice City. I can't wait for it to release in 2025. And who knows, maybe it will be three, 400 gigabytes. Because at this point, I don't even remember how much GTA 5 is in storage. <laughs> maybe it will rival even Call of Duty. But anyway, that's it for talking about GTA 6. We're going to go ahead and jump right in into the Game Awards. Speaking of the Game Awards, kind of circling back to GTA 6, if any game comes out in 2025, I hope they're ready to get stomped on by GTA 6. I mean, that thing is going to win every single award that it's going to be categorized in. But anyway, back to 2023, that's a 2025 problem. We're going to go ahead and talk about this year's Game Awards. And by God, was it... It's amazing, and I'm not going to lie, I was happy that I predicted a couple of wins, including the game of the year, which went to Baldur's Gate 3. And honestly, it was an easy win considering how innovative the game was as well. Not to mention, it won several other awards. I think it won six awards in total. It won most uh, best multiplayer game, RPG, best community support, not to mention, it beat out Tears of the Kingdom for players' voice, where the players and the people basically choose who wins. And if that doesn't tell you that people love this game, I don't know what will. And not to mention, I was very surprised that Neil Newbon won Best Performance, which means Baldur's Gate, like I said before, walked away with six awards, which is incredible. I honestly thought it'd be a bigger fight between that game and Tears of the Kingdom. One game that actually surprised me with the couple of awards that it won was Alec Wake 2. I mean, Alan Wake 2 won, uh, what were they won? They won Best Art Direction and Best Narrative. I honestly thought Spider-Man was going to win Best Narrative, but you know what? It makes me think Alan Wake might be a game worth getting into. I was really sad, though, that Alan Wake 2 took away from the narrative because Spider-Man really didn't win any awards, which is a shame. 
They were nominated in seven categories, but didn't win. Like I said, I was kind of sad about that. Spider-Man is a fantastic game. I wish it would have won at least one. Another award I predicted, and I'm super happy that it won, was Best Adaptation that went to The Last of Us. And I told you guys that that show was going to win. It was not only one of the most watched TV shows ever, it basically ran 2023. Especially in the beginning of the year. I mean, you couldn't go anywhere without people talking about The Last of Us. Especially Episode 3. One of my favorite episodes. But another thing that surprised me was that Tears of the Kingdom won Best Action Adventure Game. Which was cool, but I thought another game would have been more suited for this game. But honestly, the thing that surprised me the most was how they lost in art. That thing surprised me. Because I honestly thought that they were going to win in that category. But one thing that I thought was cool was that Xbox actually left with some cool wins. Like accessibility with Forza. That I was like, alright, that I'll give them that new remote that they made for people with uh, disabilities. That was amazing and that definitely needed to be recognized. Another thing that I was kind of not surprised about, especially with how great the audio is is hi-fi rush winning best audio design it was definitely deserved not that i thought about it one game that took me by surprise was that armor core won best action game i did not see that coming i was like no it's it's not gonna win Zelda's gonna win or another thing is gonna win but no armor core won so good for armor core I mean, it's not a game for everybody, but the fact that so many people loved it, especially from the people that brought you Dark Souls, they, they can't lose. Anything that they do, they will win something. Good for them, man. Good for them. I was actually not surprised when it came to best fighting game that Street Fighter 6 won. Because honestly, they were very innovative with 6, especially adding in that open world element. You can create your own character. I wasn't surprised that Mortal Kombat lost. They really need to step up their game because Street Fighter has been killing it. And next year, I wouldn't be surprised if Tekken 8 won game of the year. I mean, everybody's getting hyped up for Tekken 8. And I don't really think there's another fighting game going to be coming out then. So I think Tekken has this in the bag. And besides those awards, there were some announcements that got me super hyped for 2024 and 2025. One that got me hyped for what? In a couple of days, which was for the first time ever, a DLC for God of War. And not only that. A free DLC coming out on the 12th of December. Now, let me tell you, I was not only shocked, but I was caught off guard because nobody, including me, thought that this was going to happen. I mean, this was kept under wraps. And I hope, I pray, and I hope that this is going to set the stage for God of War 3 or 6 or whatever. I'm just hoping... We get to see the next chapter in the God of War series. Because I am a big God of War fan and it would just be perfection. And not to mention, this is apparently going to be a roguelike mode called Valhalla. Which, yes, you're going to be going to Valhalla and fighting to get past all these stages. And if you just die, you start again. 
This will probably have a story to go along with it. Nothing too spectacular. Well, not, oh, I wouldn't want to say spectacular, but nothing too like connected per se, where you're going to have to go to this land. You're just fighting these enemies. Maybe kind of like the Trials of Surtur, but with more of a story. Not to mention, I saw some Greek characters and monsters. So we may be adding some Greek elements to this. Again, I'm not complaining. I'm super happy we're getting something from God of War, and I can't wait for the new dialogue between Kratos and Mimir, and maybe we'll get to see Loki again. Super happy, super excited. Thank you, Montreal. You are the best studio, and I will pre-order any game you throw at us. The next game that was announced, which I was very surprised. I thought this was going to be Death Stranding 2, but this is a new game from Hideo Kojima, and it's a collab with Jordan freaking Peele. I was very surprised. And apparently this is supposed to be a video game movie. I have no idea what that means. I'm very curious about this. And it's going to be an Xbox exclusive. So you know what Xbox, you got me. I'm actually excited for something you're throwing out there. Not to mention Tidio Kojima and Jordan Peele. A combination that I did not see coming at all, but I'm super happy about. Next is another game I didn't see coming, and this time it's from Bethesda, which is a Blade game. Not the knife, the marble character. And I am very nervous about this because it is Bethesda, and I'm really hoping the graphics are not Bethesda like they usually are, where we're just going to see nightmare fuel for a little bit. But you know what? I'll keep it with a grain of salt it should be a single player game god help them if it's multiplayer but it should be a single player game and it takes place in paris so i'm very excited about this showing the dark side of marvel especially with the supernatural aspect and i hope we get to see other marvel characters as well maybe ghost rider maybe uh bloodstone heck deadpool could show up spider-man could show up or if we really really want to keep with uh, the supernatural aspect man thing that would actually be interesting but a lot of marvel characters can show up in this game a lot of them having to do with the vampires and supernatural so who knows i'm super excited and hopefully they're able to give us a better experience than marvel's avengers because honestly the only good marvel game out there that is for consoles is spider-man and next up is going to be wolverine because it's still insomniac doing that so hopefully bethesda can put their good foot forward and not mess this up like they did starfield because how their biggest released in years didn't get nominated for any game award is beyond me but anyway the next game that they showed was the last sentinel which actually looks interesting. Not a lot of gameplay was shown about this, but it's supposed to be set in a futuristic world, a cyberpunk Tokyo per se, and it's supposed to be a narrative open world action game, and you might be playing a robot. Again, nothing really was shown except a few cinematics here and there, but it actually looks pretty cool. A game that actually caught my eye, it's called First Descendant which is a narrative shooter game that takes place in the future, of course, and it looks very much like Returnal, which is not a bad thing considering how fun that game was. It's really cool to see everybody go futuristic with the game settings, and I hope it turns out great because we need more futuristic games. Like I said, Returnal was fun, and if it plays like that, then hallelujah. A game that, another game that surprised me, and you'll probably hear a lot of, times that I say this because it's true was Jurassic Park 
and it's actually getting a game. Not a park building game like it has before. This is a single player survival game. And ironically enough, it's called Jurassic Park Survival. And it's supposed to take place right after the first game where you're playing a female protagonist trying to get off the island. Don't ask me to pronounce it, I don't even know how to. But it looks fun and the graphics actually look pretty cool. Another game that was actually really talked about during the Game Awards was Skull and Bones because it finally, finally has a release date and it's releasing on February 16th, which is a couple days after Valentine's Day. And you know what? This game has been cooking so long in the oven that I'm happy that it's finally getting a release. It's probably going to be terrible, absolutely terrible, especially with so many different hands trying to figure out what the heck they're going to do with this game that at this point, I'm glad it's finally coming out. One game that was announced before that we finally got to see clips of is the next Dragon Ball game. And by God, I am finally happy that it's releasing the next entry in the Budokai Tenkaichi series. And it's called, I'm not a fan of this name. I'm hoping it's a placeholder, Sparkling Zero. Maybe it sounds cooler in Japanese. Maybe I, I, I really don't know. But the graphics look great. I can't believe we're going into Super Sagas. We're not just going to retread the old Dragon Ball Z stuff. I'm super happy about that. We get to play as Broly. And I can't wait to play my friends in this game. My controllers are going to be absolutely destroyed. Especially with the analog sticks. Trying to fight them with a Kamehameha wave. I really hope that PlayStation and Xbox are ready for all the broken controllers that they're going to need to replace. Because by God, will it be a lot. The next game I'm super excited about is from Supermassive Games. And they're at it again. This time, teaming up with the developers of Dead by Daylight, Behavior Interactive, for a new story based on Dead by Daylight, taking place in the same universe called The Casting of Frank Stone. I have no idea what this game is going to be about. But if it's another pick your own adventure game with the story always changing based on your decisions, I'm super happy about that. Supermassive Games has yet to let me down. And you know what? Dead by Daylight has yet to let me down either. So I am super excited for this team up. Another game that's coming out is from the studio that brought you Dead Cells. And it's releasing another game called Windblown. And I'm not going to lie. I wasn't expecting this game. It looked and gave off Brawlhalla vibes. But it's going to be a co-op fast-paced action game with anime cutscenes, lightning fast combat, and I'm not going to lie, it looked pretty fun. I know a couple of guys who are probably going to play it as well. The next game that's scheduled to release is from ex-Bioware developers, and they have revealed a new sci-fi RPG called Exodius. And we'll be taking control of the Traveler, exploring the universe, avoiding enemies known as Celestials. And the funny thing is, Matthew McConaughey actually came out and basically said, hey, pay attention to this game. It's going to be fun. And it already caught my interest. So I'm super excited about this. I really hope that this game lives up to the hype. And another thing I really hope for is these ex-Bioware developers are the good ones and not the ones that worked on the last Mass Effect game because that wouldn't give my hopes a lot things to hope for because that would just be a, a terrible, terrible turn. But like I said, hopefully these are the good ex-Bioware developers because yeah, just yeah. 
you, you if you play the last last effect game you know what i'm talking about but anyway uh one of the last things that was shown was the new suicide squad kills the justice league gameplay and i'm just still not excited for this game i it's still iffy it looks boring it looks generic especially with all the shooting you get to do i mean seriously you have four members of the suicide squad one that deals directly with guns, the others with different powers, especially Captain Boomerang. I mean, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say, you know what's one of my favorite things about Captain Boomerang? The way he uses a gun. Never, ever in my life. A, thing, a few things that they confirmed was Batman was going to be using Scarecrow's fear toxin for his attacks. You get to fight the Flash and showed some of the boss battles against Green Lantern. I'm just waiting for the most convoluted, unnecessary reasons why the Suicide Squad is able to beat the Justice League, because in no universe should that be possible. But we'll see what happens. Rocksteady used to have my faith, and now it's hanging in the balance. The last thing that was announced at the Game Awards, or the last thing I'm going to be talking about per se, is the announcement that Twisted Metal is getting a season two. I'm super excited about it. The first Twisted Metal season was a really fun ride. Everybody did a fantastic job portraying the characters, and I'm just ready for another round within the world of Twisted Metal. And hopefully, hopefully this will give PlayStation, the gills, the inspiration to make another Twisted Metal game. But besides that, it was also announced that The Last of Us Season 2 won't release until 2025, which was to be expected. But I'm really excited to see The Last of Us Season 2 and Twisted Metal Season 2. Two great PlayStation wins, and I can't wait to see what they cook up next. But this is it for this week's episode and the last episode of the year. I hope you guys have a fantastic holiday weekend. I hope you guys enjoy time with your family. And I'll see you guys back in January. Look forward to next week where I give you guys a little bonus mini-sode. The first ever mini-sode of Fuent Chat with Johnny Fuent. So with that being said, sayonara, see you later. Have a good one, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and have a happy new year.